Welcome to Frank on Upfront Live, an audio file for audio files. Today is Monday, August 28th, 2023. I am your host, Frank. Thank you, thank you all for tuning in to this live stream. I hope you enjoy your stay here and that you'll find something of meaning and value in my message. This week's top consent form versus the Me Too movement. Now, jumping right in, as I'm sure you know, in recent years, there has been an increase in the number of false allegations of male sexual misconduct perpetuated against females. It has been more commonplace over the past few years for a number of different reasons. And nine times out of is simply just a narcissistic female seeking attention. Nine times out of ten. Now, um, of course, these are not helpful in society for a number of reasons. A, you destroy the credibility. No, you destroy the, yes, the credibility, but really and truly the reputation public trust and reputation of innocent men who would never dream of doing that. Men who have wives and daughters or, or um, sisters of them who would never do that. You destroy their reputation. And not only that, you destroy the ability of actual rape victims, making it harder for her to be believed when she comes forward with her story. So that's two lives that's ruined, not just one. And all for the narcissistic gratification and entitlement of a very selfish female who, nine times out of ten, she just simply lied for attention so she could play the victim and people could pander to her, oh, you poor thing, you, you sweet thing. No, she's the devil. And it's time to it's time for all that to stop. Too many innocent men, athletes, rappers, sports stars, not only have they fallen victim to false allegations of sexual misconduct, but also to false impregnation of a female without the male consent. Examples of that would include digging through the man's trap to find a used condom to get herself pregnant. Or lying about being on the pill when she isn't on the pill because she wants to have his baby trust that badly and not for any good reasons either. We've seen it happen to Kobe Bryant and Harvey Weinstein Cosby, why is it that these women suddenly realized that they were abused, 
rapes, whatever you want to call it, after they're successful, why didn't they come forward with their stories while they were on their way up and they were being propositioned by these men? Why are they now suddenly coming forward with these stories? After they're successful, because many of them have shame and they have bias remorse and they have regrets and guilt. They look at all the success that they have and all the wealth they have and they realize they can't enjoy it with the memories of what they had to go through to get it. And so now they want to destroy the lives of a man who helped them get there. When during that time, many of them, not all of them, many of them willfully consented to engage in sexual relations with those men at that time. Now all of a sudden they have regrets and they want to destroy him for it. So now all of a sudden they were raped. No. They just realized that they can't enjoy the money without the memories, with the memories, with the memories of what they had to do to get it. That's all it really is. Why are they suddenly now so violated or so they feel after they're successful but not while they were coming up? When they were coming up, they were young and pretty and willfully submissive to the, the will of these men. But now they're older, they're wiser, they have been indoctrinated with entitled feminist ideals. And now they were molested, really? In some cases, yes, and they were genuinely too afraid to speak up. I'm not taking that from them. But in majority of the cases, they destroyed to ruin the lives of the men who helped them get to the top because they didn't like what they had to do to get to the top. And they can't sit by the dinner table every night enjoying the dinner with the memory. Their thoughts interrupted with the memory of what they had to do to get it. Nine times out of ten. That's what their problem is. Plus, they're narcissistic attention whores and they want to garner the sympathies of the public to feel sorry for them that they are this little innocent, precious little victim that's made of glass. Oh, you poor thing, you. Really. Some of these girls are bad. Bad. Some. Some of them. But the solution is not to to laugh about the consent you once gave because you feel bad. The solution is to get some counseling. Admit that you were a part of the problem of what happened to you. And make sure that shit never happens to you ever again. Or don't be greedy. Your acting career, your modeling career, whatever it is, can't be more important than your sexual dignity, your purity, your virtues. Can't be more important. You decided in that moment that it was not more important than your virtues. That only comes with the knowledge or the wisdom of getting older. In that moment, your sexual purity was a disposable commodity to be traded in exchange for a modeling, fleeting modeling career that will soon dissipate as you begin to age. Your modeling career will only exist between the age of 21 and maybe, maybe if you're lucky, 32, maybe. But really 27, really, for, for the most part, most people. The solution is to realize that you at the time didn't value your sexual purity. You willfully consented to those sexual encounters with those men. 
you did that. Take accountability, get some counseling, confide in a really close friend who wouldn't screw you over, and try and heal from it. At least try your very best to heal from it. Try. Attempt healing. But the solution is not to ruin a man's life and reputation and business interests. To make him out to be some kind of monster when you know you willfully consented in that moment. Your sudden age and wisdom and newly enlightened realization of your sexual purity does not nullify the consent you gave 10, 15, 25 years ago. It never will. That is insane. Only an entitled brat, narcissistic attention-seeking person would think like that. And you're probably thinking, Mr. Franklin, why do you care? It's never happened to you. You have your safe option. Yes, I do. I have my safe option. But as a journalist, as a man, as a brother, as a public influencer, whatever you will, I have a duty and a responsibility to ensure that the plight of other men, though not my own plight, is of my concern. Because if it happened to them and I have nothing to say about it, who will have my back when it happens to me too? It could happen to me too. But then you say, Mr. Franklin, what is your solution? My solution is the title of this episode. A disclaimer of sexual consent. That a man would give to a woman to sign on his terms and his conditions before they engage in any form of sexual act. And I have taken the liberty of penning a simple disclaimer that I will be more than happy to read for all of you right here on this program. When we come back from the break, and I hope you'll join me then. Keep it locked on Frank and Upfront. Welcome back to Frank and Upfront Live on Audio File for Audio Files. This week's topic Consent Disclaimer to Movement. In this segment, I will be reading to you a sample disclaimer of sexual consent that a man would, should give to a woman that I have personally penned as inspiration for an illegally binding contract that should take place between agendas during sex. And I will be very happy to read it to you right now. It says, I, Miss So-and-so, agree to engage in consensual sexual activities with Mr. So-and-so in Los Angeles, California on the evening of Saturday, January 20th, 2024. I must first of all attest 
that I am neither married nor in a monogamous, committed relationship at the time that I give consent, and that I give consent with full cognitive abilities. I am neither drunk, high, under the age of 18 years, or otherwise mentally challenged, and I have made full disclosure of any history of mental disease to Mr. So-and-so prior to giving consent. I have also disclosed any history of STDs as well as my current STD status to Mr. So-and-so prior to giving consent. It's my body, my choice, and my responsibility to not get pregnant if of us are ready to be parents. And if I happen to still get pregnant and wish to keep the baby, I am not opposed to Mr. So-and-so signing away his parental rights and responsibilities in a court of law and in accordance to the laws of our local jurisdiction, nor do I intend to take action to prevent him from doing so. But what I absolutely refuse to do is to use any unwanted pregnancy that may occur as a result of our encounter as leverage to entrap Mr. So-and-so and help myself to any portion of his financial resources through the family court system. I finally attest that I am of sound moral character and that I have no intentions of filing any false allegations of sexual misconduct against Mr. So-and-so for any reason, including but not limited to shame, regret, or narcissistic attention-seeking, and that I freely give sexual consent without any mental reservation, the purpose of evasion, or while under any threat, coercion, or any other form of duress. I further agree that Mr. So-and-so has every right to pursue civil or criminal penalties against me in the event that I should find myself in violation of any of the terms and conditions outlined in this contract. Alright, so that's where you will sign on the dotted line. And as you can see, there is a clause in the contract for actual rape victims to be protected. Actual real rape victims. Because only a real rapist would force a woman to sign that contract under duress. Anybody who forces anybody to do anything under duress already has a criminal mind. And when sex is involved, that criminal intent becomes rape. So there is an, a clause to protect actual victims of rape. It so happens that there are still women who would be against that contract, even in general. Any woman who would be against the signing of that contract has to be 
a feminist, a Me Too agent, or some other kind of just really bad entangled girl. Whatever it is, whatever is going on with the trick, don't have anything to do with her. Your freedom, your reputation, your family, and your money and your future all depend on that. Have nothing to do with her. What kind of girl could be opposed to the signing of that contract? Only a bad girl, a really bad girl. Does she not have brothers and sons and nephews? Has she not a father? Hmm? She should be grateful that someone is thinking to protect her male loved ones, her sons and her nephews. Even if she hates her father and her husband for whatever reason, at the very least she should love her sons and her nephews. At least when they're babies. And here you have this paper protecting their innocence while they're in pursuit of sexual endeavors, albeit when they're older. And she still has a problem with that. What kind of girl could be against that? Has she not any heart? Has she no male love? What kind of girl could be against that? Your protection is to not engage in any sexual relations with any girl who refused to sign that form. As a matter of fact, you shouldn't want to be caught alone in any place, public or private, with her, with only the two of you there. Because it's your word against her, she will say whatever she wants to say. And no one will be there to collaborate your story. And the public tends to actually sympathize with the female and hate the man. So it's your responsibility to not hang out with any woman who you intend, with whom you both intend to be sexual, but she somehow won't sign that paper. I lie on you, but, but she has to provide evidence. And if you never even touch her, how could your DNA be in her? Not even a pat on the shoulder, but your DNA is in her? Explain that. Do you know the clause, the legal clause that exonerated Kobe Bryant? His um, alleged victim? DNA revealed that she had someone else's DNA on her panties on the evening in question. So then it seemed to me that she was just sleeping around with anybody. But somehow this basketball legend shows up in her hotel. And she's the receptionist. And she's a slut and she sleeps with him. And somehow he raped her. So called. And even though that evidence of the DNA on her panties exonerated Kobe Bryant criminally exonerated him the civil suit raged on so at the end of the day all they really want is money if you're famous you ever heard the saying you want to get some money provoke a famous person a rich person into punching your lights out so you could sue him for assault just keep provoking the crap out of him which is why you would never see super famous A-listers 
just randomly walking around the streets of LA and they say that they do they don't because they don't want to have contact with these people because they know how they are hey people are going to want to provoke them into hunting them so they could suffer assault b people envy them being at the top and would use witchcraft to curse them and their children so they won't be successful and see people will outwardly just take them out some people depending on who it is some people will literally outwardly just take them out just like that just try to bring physical harm to them some fanatics so in learning from the mistake of John Lennon on December the 8th 1980 at Central Park New York City a fanatic like Mark David Chapman assassinated the brilliant lead singer guitarist of the Beatles John Lennon having learned from his mistakes they wouldn't be caught dead but randomly walking around in the middle of LA or Hollywood they wouldn't be caught dead tourists on Hollywood and Highland and Hollywood and Vine by the stars tourists go there to see the stars tourists the only way you see a celebrity there is if they have a bunch of bodyguards and TV cameras all around them and you can't have physical access to them not really you might you might be able to get a picture if you ask really nicely and if you know how to talk to people and you talk to the security guard to talk to some of his PR people to come back to you to decide what's going to happen that's how they do it you can't just walk up to them and for good reason that's why that is why so it happened to John Lennon it happened to Kobe Bryant in different forms of course but the same thing happened the public had access to both of them and they paid the price for it because that girl who accused him she's not a famous person she's the receptionist at a hotel in Colorado so she's public as far as i'm concerned she's random she's no one special really so there's this saying you can't pull up to a hood mcdonald's drive through in your bugatti they will dig you down unless it's warren buffett in in omaha nebraska you will otherwise <laughs> you will otherwise never see any of these famous people pulling up to a random hood drive through in their bugatti never they're eating at their house and they're not eating that crap mcdonald's and if they if they crave it because many of them come from humble beginnings so they will feel nostalgic and they'll have their craving moments and when they do they're having it shipped to their house and you don't know who it's for they're using assumed names so you really don't know who you're delivering to and i know that for a fact because three years ago i used to drive for uber eats i would deliver meals to many celebrities i didn't recognize them and they use assumed names all over hollywood all over downtown and that's how i realized that they use assumed names same like when Elvis was flying out he would use um, what was that name John something I can't remember and you wouldn't know it's him and he would fly commercial under assumed names well they order from Uber Eats under assumed names and it's very rare that they would order from Uber Eats it's only when they get the craving for the most part 
they're having their chef or their wife or someone cook for them at their house finest choices blend of lamb chops and and um, roast salmon and and roast potatoes and hummus and all these wonderful things so they don't even eat what we eat. <laughs> they don't even eat what we eat <laughs> we eat that crap food they don't well, they eat good food good food and if you realize they live long many of them live long and that's all they eat that good food if you notice I mentioned lamb chops and hummus and um, and, and grilled salmon I still haven't mentioned pork they don't eat pork very often if they do it's once in a blue moon but not every day so eat what we eat and they don't hang with us and for good reason because some people who are like super random um, regular people they're no good they're not good people so that's my point now that girl at the hotel in Colorado should have never had access to the legendary Kobe Bryant ever but what a man does with his penis is his own choice and we have to respect that but be careful and have them sign the contract be careful and have them sign the contract everybody is not your friend he thought that girl was his friend she's not his friend come on now he learned his lesson I hope so they are in some secluded location on some giant estate with many many acres of land where there's a driveway from the street to the front gate and then inside the front gate now it's another driveway from the front gate to the front door and between the front gate and the front door and even the driveway outside the gate is a bunch of very tall hedges very very tall hedges alongside their, their 10 foot tall steel fence where you can't see the house from the street it's so far back towards the back of the yard you can't see the house from the street level that's how much space and privacy they have they can drive literally drive acres on their own property and you still don't see them and they have bodyguards all these stories are all by Hollywood taking pictures of their star there in their mansion <laughs> eating the food that we only dream of eating and they eat it every day to the point where they get tired of it and then then the nostalgic cravings for McDonald's comes back but it's true what they say however their access to McDonald's will be someone drop their house and before Uber Eats, you had regular delivery drivers who use the call by telephone and you send them a check or something or something, 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 or they collect cash from you, right? But you would never pull up to a Hood McDonald's drive-through in your Bugatti. Warren Buffett can do that because he doesn't have a Bugatti. He has, I think it's a Ford or something. I can't remember what he has. It's a regular car. He has like a Ford or something. And I think Omaha is relatively safe from crime. Not from white collar crime necessarily, 
and not from other forms of evil like witchcraft or whatever it is, but it's relatively safe from crime, blue-collar crime. So Warren Buffett feels safe pulling up to a McDonald's drive-thru in Omaha, Nebraska in his Ford. The regular celebrity doesn't have that luxury of anonymity and a regular car like a Ford. He has a big car. He has, you gotta be careful. His face is all over the press. So he can't do that. So there are many things you're gonna have to give up to be famous. Be fam- being famous comes with this fair share of responsibilities that may provide some form of bondage, albeit not the same as the bondage that would happen on our side of the tracks. But it does some kind of bondage to some extent. So no, they can't pull up to a McDonald's drive-through in their Bugatti, nor should they want to. For what, junk? Only once in a blue moon when they feel nostalgic and they're bored of their lamb chops. So it, it happened to Kobe. It happened to Harvey Weinstein. But while he was on duty doing his job, I always thought that sleeping with a co-worker was kind of sleazy, and I'm right, it is. I would never do that. And I have received offers, by the way, but I turn you down. Because, because of exactly what we're talking about right now. The last one happened only a few months ago, and she always kind of rubbed me the wrong way. And it literally just dawned on me just, that the reason why she always rubbed me the wrong way because she's the me too type she's very attention seeking and she is the me too type who would do something like that so I never trusted her and sleeping around with the co-workers is always kind of a sleazeball move I don't like it I wouldn't recommend it but to each his own some people lifelong marriages and family and kids come sleeping around at work but if you're not them it may not be necessarily meant for you. You have to decide if you're a workplace kind of guy and not. Workplace is the only way you're going to make money. I strongly would recommend it to each his own. But then you would say, but celebrities should be careful who they sleep with. And I'm like, yes, they should. But you still can't tell them what to do with their junk. It's their junk. So I guess they take the risk. But then with the consent disclaimer now, you don't have to take the risk. You will decide whether or not someone's worth it to you. Why should you give a commoner access to you? If you have that kind of social status, why would you give a commoner that much access to you to explore the most intimate parts of you? Only for her to turn around and take advantage of the opportunity and cry rape. And it's, it's not a racial thing because it happened to, to Harvey Weinstein and Brett Kavanaugh as well. It didn't just happen to Cosby and Kobe. It happened to Weinstein and Kavanaugh. So it's not a racial thing. It's a, it's a gender thing. It's a gender war. It's a Me Too thing. It's men versus women. It's these feminists 
talking about the patriarchy, feminism, and toxic masculinity this, and toxic masculinity that, and guess your laws of my vagina kind of thing. It's that kind of thing. It's a gender war. It's not a racial thing anymore. So don't tell me it happened to Cosby because he's black. It happened to Cosby because he was born with a dick. Think about that for a moment. It happened to Kevels, but he was never accused of rape because they didn't have time to accuse him of rape. He was already dead. Right? And by death, I mean murdered. For what? Because he keeps telling these women the truth. He keeps telling them the truth. And they don't want to hear it. They want to shut him up. So they plotted for his murder. He's a celebrity. Believe it or not, he really was. And he gave a commoner access to him. You don't give a commoner that much access to you when you're that famous. Especially when you're speaking truth. There's going to be a big target on your head. If you put access and you're not married, you're going to have to use the safe option. You have the resources to afford the safe option. And you can do it very discreetly. There's things you can do. Come on, think about think about what I could be talking about. And depending on where you go, that safe option could be more fulfilling than in other locations. Do your research. Lots of things that celebrities use the safe one. Plenty of them. And they never have any trouble. They have less drama than a happily married couple of 20 years. Think about that for a moment. Think about that for a moment. They have less drama and than a happily married couple who have been together for 20 years. If you can have access to everything you want on the privacy of your property, you can have access to your safe option on the privacy of your property as well. You can buy whatever you want more than I can. Because it's ironic. When you give these strangers who are members of the regular public that kind of access to you, you're thinking, I have celebrity status, it's free, I don't gotta pay for it, but you pay for it in the long run if you sleep with the wrong person. If not criminally, then certainly civilly. The civil liabilities for you, having the misfortune of sleeping with the wrong person. So you figure, it's free, and I'm gonna pay for it. I pay with my celebrity status and my name. They don't respect that even still. If they really respected you, they would never do that to you. If they really respected you, they would never do that to you. So they're only gonna act like they're starstruck, but really and truly they have evil agenda. Remember, many people are still very jealous that you're at the top. They're still very, very jealous that you're at the top. They still want to take you down regardless. Many people do not respect you at all, but they only pretend that they're starstruck. So you're thinking, I have celebrity status, I can get it for free. They want to see for the star anyway, superstar arrogance kind of thing. And in the long run, you end up paying for it 
even more than you would have paid for it if you had only exercised your safe option. Because at the end of the day, no pussy is free pussy. You pay for it regardless. In some form or fashion, you pay for it regardless. It's either you pick up a streetwalker off the Figueroa or, or Slauson or wherever it is, either that, or you pay for it with the engagement ring, or you pay for it in court when she meets you, or you pay for it by bagging some bar slots, thinking it was consensual and in her mind it wasn't and she meets you. Or in, in her mind, it, it is consensual, but it doesn't make a difference. I feel the way I feel right now. I'm selfish. And she beat you. So it's either you're in court for criminal or civil penalties, or you pay for it with the engagement ring, or much, much later on with divorce and alimony and child support. Or you pick up some... a literal harlot streetwalker off the side of Figueroa or Slauson or Sentry or wherever it is. The choice is yours. Or you have absolutely free sexual experience that does not include the use of a partner. But most men want the use of a partner. I can't remember if it was last week or the week before I said it. It's not just about the sex. I could rub one out if I want. It's about the intimacy, the skin contact. That's why partnered sexual relations are required for intimacy. I think I probably even said sex can be solo, but intimacy has to be partnered. There is no solo. It has to be partnered. It's designed that way. By the very design of it, the concept of a solo intimacy act is unheard of. Impossible. Because intimacy is not about ejaculation or orgasm. Intimacy is about bonding, oxytocin. Bonding, love bonding, peer bonding, all those things. The orgasm only complements the bonding. It's like the physical workout and when you're done, you bond. You melt in each other's arms. So for that reason, for the intimacy, most people require pop encounters. And, um, you know, that's not free. You have to pay in some form or fashion over some time or other to share somebody's body to share intimacy with somebody and sharing their body and sharing their even their soul their energy that's not free and that's where things get complicated but as I always said if you have to pay for it pay someone honest at least they're honest. You pay upfront. You pay them to leave and there's no fucking problems. 
Hence why it is the safe option in the first place. That's why it's a safe option. You pay honestly and upfront and no expectations except exactly what you paid for. Use your safe option. There's nothing wrong with that. And guess what? Because the safe option is more transactional, it's the only other transaction besides marriage for which you don't need the consent form. Aha! That's my next point now. The only two exceptions in which you don't need a consent form is if you're A, married, because you're not going to have your wife sign the consent form every single time you're going to have sex with your wife. The consent form was a marriage contract. She consented to sleep with you every time you need sex until death do you part. That's what she said. Those were her words. Whether or not she meant them, those were her words. But the way things are, until the two of you become divorced, but ideally, until death do you part. So that's your one safe option where you don't need the consent disclaimer. The other transaction for which you don't need the consent disclaimer is the world's oldest profession, the safe option. The one with truly no strings attached. If all you want is sex but not a girlfriend with no strings attached, use your safe option. Your consent disclaimer is the money you paid her. That's your consent disclaimer. That's your ticket of security. You made certain that she will not come after you. But I understand everybody is different. Everybody has their personal hang-ups. It doesn't work for everybody. That kind of um, safe option. It only works for people who are extremely nihilistic, extremely nonchalant, extremely stoic. The kind of people who would say things like, I don't want a job, I want money. I don't want a girlfriend, I want sex. I don't want to go to school. I want an education. They might say, I don't want church. I want spirituality. Stop fucking around. What do you really want? Get to the meat of what you really want. Those kind of stoic people who treat every element of their lives, including their intimacy affairs, as if it was a transaction. It's meant for them. If you're not that, it's not meant for you. I don't know what to recommend, except have some regular bar slot sign the consent disclaimer. That's what this show is all about. Recommending what to do if you are not stoic. If you care too much. If you want to keep up with the Joneses. There are only two kinds of people in this world. The people who want to keep up with the Joneses and fit into society and country clubs and all these things and the people who get to the bottom line of what they really want I don't want a job, I want money 
I don't want a girlfriend. I want sex. With no strings. Damn it. Now that might sound rigid and linear and left brain, but... You know? If that's who you are, that's who you are. And I guess what's meant for you is meant for you. But if you're not like that, stay true to yourself. Don't force it. It sounds cool to be like that, but... I'm gonna be honest with you, it could get lonely sometimes. It could get a little bit mundane sometimes. So it takes a certain kind of person to fight through those moments of mundaneness because as left brain as you are, you still have feelings. You're human, right? Right? So it takes a special kind of stoic to fight against those feelings when they arise. And if you're not that, then what I'm suggesting is not meant for you. You have to try to date traditionally and have her sign the contract. And if she doesn't sign the disclaimer, you're out of there. Find somebody else. Have someone else sign the disclaimer. Now, people who are incels have fewer options. You have no choice. It's either the safe option or you date Parmesha her five sisters every night for the rest of your life either or but for other non-incels who have options if you try and be somebody who you're not you're going to be miserable if you're not rigid and stoic and linear you and if you try to be that way you're going to be very miserable and lonely have her sign the consent disclaimer if she's a good girl she's she's a bad girl she will not sign it but then you have to become a good judge of character to reduce the likelihood that she will not sign it. You judge that she's a nice girl. The two of you find each other physically attractive. You want each other. You explain what's been going on and ask her if it's okay that she signs it. If she really want to be with you, she will sign it. If she thinks that you're worth it, she will sign it. If she thinks that you're worth it, she will sign it. If not, she might be with the daughter first, but she'll come back and want to sign it eventually. Or you just won't see her again, which is both are good because if she come back and want to sign away her rights to accuse you for her own gratification, then you have a keeper. If she doesn't come back, then you you lost her. An enemy. Good. You want to lose enemies. Good. So, as I was saying, a different form of it happened to Kevin Samuels for speaking truth. He did not use any safe option. He let superstar arrogance get to his head. The two Tate brothers, Andrew and Tristan Tate, it happened to them too. And as a matter of fact, their story is maybe very well, very well what may have compelled me to tape this particular topic tonight. Lucky for the Tate brothers, they escaped the fate of Kevin Samuels, but they nonetheless have been given a taste as to what it feels like to go through what Cosby and Weinstein and Kobe Bryant all went through. 
Once again, superstar arrogance. They felt untouchable and they did not use their safe option. But your humble podcaster, I know what's up. I use my safe option. And I don't mind telling you here on this program. And my safe option has kept me safe. My securities, my securities and investments have kept me safe. Now, do I intend to use that particular safe option for the rest of my life? Oh, not really. At some point, I would love to transition into being able to use the consent disclaimer to safeguard myself. To be reassured that putting my trust in these women will not backfire on me. Until that day comes, your humble neighborhood podcaster will not allow superstar arrogance to get to his head. If it could happen to Andrew Tate, Tristan Tate, Kevin Samuels, Bill Cosby, Harvey Weinstein, if all these men could be railroaded by callous, uncaring, wicked court system, and these feminist lawyers and judges, then what do you think would happen to me if I tried that shit? I don't even trust my own shadow. My own mother who gave birth to me has proven to me over and over again that I can't trust her or anybody. So how could I trust my own shadow? You see how selfishness and bitterness ruins lives from an early age? You see that? And so I went from my own mother betraying me to others of my ex-relatives betraying me to getting my heart broken in high school as I was coming of age. And I said, no more. I made up my mind. I have my safe option, so why would I choose this bitch in high school? Why would I chase her? When I, I've been using my safe option before I met her. Before I met her. And that was when I made up my mind. I'm gonna be stoic. I'm gonna be honest about what I want. It's not really a girlfriend I want. All I really care about is to get laid. That's all I really want. That's all I ever want. To get laid, NSA, no strings attached. I don't want a job, I want money. And if I can find another legal way to get money, honest way, without jobs, well, so be it. I want a connection to my creator without having to go to church and paying offerings and tithes to some pastor, some preacher. If I can find a way, I will. Last week we talked about the beginning of my mistrust with the church. How the church would starve me but expect me to still pay my tithes. So every establishment in which I invested trust in I invested my trust in these establishments and all of them have betrayed me, only proving that there are other ways to get what I want without going through them first. Every last one of them, church, school, jobs, dating, they all betrayed me in one way or another. Family, my friends that I now have, 
They're like family to me. They're like my brothers and sisters. So I don't need blood relatives to have family about me. God sent me the right people after I disconnected and excommunicated my ex-relatives. After. After. He sent me the right people. And they are my brothers and sisters. They are like family to me. So I don't need to conform to the expectations of blood relatives when there are other people out there who care about me way more than my ex-relatives ever will. Only how all they want to do is to railroad men and then when men check out of society and don't want to play their sick games no more, they ask the question, why? It's like this teacher I had in school. Right around the same time I got my heart broken as I was coming of age, as I was leaving school, the teacher saw me talking to an Asian girl one day and asked me, she said, I've never seen you talk to black girls. Albeit, that's the only time that she has ever seen me talk to that Asian girl in particular. But, because of her feelings of scorn and insecurity and whatever it is, she wanted me to validate her by dating somebody who looks like her. So she said, I have never really seen you talk to black girls, albeit I've never went to high school in America. I'm surrounded by black girls in a Jamaican high school. What the fuck are you talking about? What are you talking about? Anyway, little did the teacher know that I secretly had a crush on the girl who would break my heart, who happens to be black, yes. And shortly thereafter, it was discovered that I had a crush on the girl and I was trying to get her affection. And everyone knew about it, including the teacher who accused me of talking to an Asian girl, whatever that means, or who accused me of never really talking to black girls. Oddly enough, she doesn't know the intentions of my heart because in the same instance that she's accusing me of never really talking to black girls, here I am planning to ask that black girl out for dinner who happens to be a friend of the teacher. That girl was taking advantage of me, of my naivety, of my ignorance, of my desperation. And everyone knew about it, including the teacher, and never intervened, never protected me, never cared for me. Meanwhile, if I should forsake all black girls and she should see me now talking to a white girl or an Asian girl or whatever it is, the same teacher ask the same question again why don't they talk to black girls jeez i wonder why i wonder why that teacher got her karma a few weeks after she was complicit in allowing the abuse to continue her son was crushed to death by bricks at a construction site so she betrayed the nephew of her colleague only for her own son to die. Talk about karma. You know how fucked up that is when somebody has fucking karma like that on them? You know how evil they gotta be? To have that kind of instant karma happen to them that quickly? She was complicit in the abuse of the nephew of her colleague 
And the only a few short weeks her own son was dead. It's not about retribution, it's about justice. Do one to others. You thought it was funny when this black girl was abusing me. Hated the idea that I could possibly choose another race over black girls because you feel scorned and bam your son is gone do one to others do one to others don't fuck around with karma come on now we should be kinder we're not kind I realize you know we're not kind people and when young guys like me develop trust issues like that and we can't have a real relationship like that And only my safe option sustains me from, from, from going insane or from wicked and cold and actually finding happiness. Which, by the way, if you thought it was impossible, I'm telling you it's not. You can find happiness and even intimacy with a concubine. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. I have. Very successfully. And honestly, one day I might marry one of them. Who would have thought I could find true love in the most unexpected places? And I know they must care about me too on some level. We're not in love with each other, but we care for each other very, very, very much. Who would have thought that the lonely kid who was neglected and got his heart broken right around homecoming would find true love in the most unexpected places. Anyhow, all she had to do, the teacher, was swallow her pride and leave me to express really and truly who I would rather date because she would have gotten her wish regardless and she did and she didn't appreciate it and when she saw any form of injustice taking place, step in as the teacher and say something or do something. And her son would still be alive today, but no. Her son is dead. His blood is on her ass because of her ego. Her ego. Which is so typical. I've seen so many people destroy lives because of their ego. Anyhow, back to the present. It's happened to Kevin Samuels, it's happened to Tristan and Andrew Tate. And if I was foolish and had the kind of O.J. Simpson type of superstar arrogance, it would have happened to me too. You know why I'm safe right now? Why I don't have no legal troubles? Why my life is not in danger? My safe option. My safe option. Not only that, my safe option also gives me abundance to a multitude of different women and only one or two of them actually holds a special in my heart all the while so you want to know what NSA really really means you want to know how to enjoy the benefits of NSA no strings attached because you're uncommitted you can fuck anybody you want, but you still gain wifely benefits with a handful 
of special girls. And because it is your safe option, the wifely benefits comes also with no strings attached. So within your safe option, you have your safe house, your safe zone. And then you have the abundance and there are no strings attached in either situation. So I can have my cake and eat it too. I have abundance and I have the feeling of safety and homeliness. I also never anticipated I would have that experience in my safe option when I was just starting out as a young man nearly 20 years ago before the age of 20. I never anticipated it was supposed to be so temporary. Which is why I gave love another chance and love kept hurting me. So I realized love is not meant for me. And love is an illusion anyways. And I felt I went full throttle in my safe zone. My safe option rather. I went full throttle. That realization made me go full throttle in my safe option. Full throttle. I would like to welcome Kairos in the live studio. Welcome, welcome. And as, as I got older in recent years, I became more stoic. And I realized that many of the social structures of keeping up with the Joneses are all false and meant to destroy me. They're not meant for me. I developed the mindset. I don't want job money. Money. We have got to have money. I don't want girlfriends. I want sex with no strings attached and no commitments and no false allegations either. I want my safe option sex. I want to connect to the creator and the source without church and pastor and all those stupid things. They actually kind of only get in the way. That's the part I didn't finish saying. Remember, eight years ago during my final job in New York when I was talking to my ex-colleague about my church experience while she was trying to convert me. Remember, remember then I was secular. Remember that. I was secular. So between 2011 and about 2016, I was secular, fully secular for about five years. Five years of secularism. I had no religion, no spirituality either. Only an undying faith in God. That's all I had. No spirituality. Not a strong enough connection to source. And not strong enough faith either, but still some faith nonetheless. A mustard seed of faith. And I was secular. Well, you know what? I now realize God had to pull me out of the church and bring me through five years of secularism just for me to get to a place of spirituality. As a part of my realization, I can have all the resources without the structure behind it, the social structure. I don't want jobs, I want money. I don't want a girlfriend, I want sex. I don't want... Church, I want God. I don't want schooling. I want an education. Something you can find on YouTube nowadays. Literally watch a video based on your symptoms 
and you could self-diagnose and you could go out in the garden, pick some bush and boil some tea for your symptoms. Did you know that? Did you know that? Go out in your garden, pick some bush and boil some tea for your symptoms. I don't want doctor, I want medicine. I don't want school, I want education. How much more simpler can I make it for you? Life is much more simple, but you have to already be stoic. You have to have a stoic mentality. You have got to be stoic. If you're not stoic, it's not meant for you. If you're stoic, it is for you, and you it will already come naturally for you. If you're not stoic, you have to have them sign the consent disclaimer. But never under duress though. It has to be their will. And if nobody will willfully sign it, then you must exercise your safe option, your emergency dispatch. Otherwise, risk being an incel for the rest of your life. Or until God sends you a wife. Whichever one comes first. With that said, we take a break right here. And when we come back, I'll be getting into my final thoughts of this podcast. And I hope you'll join me then. Keep it locked and frank and upfront. Welcome back to Frank on the Front Live, an audio file for audio files. This week's topic, Consent Disclaimer versus the Me Too Movement. Now, in closing this program, my final thoughts, the concept behind the Consent Disclaimer is a good concept. It's meant to save lives. Many lives will now be spared. But, you know what? It's not going to work. I mean, it can work, but as we know in this world, they will try to sabotage anything good that they see will happen. They won't succeed, but they'll try. The Bible doesn't say no weapon will ever form, but it says that no weapon form against me will prosper. So weapons will form, but they will not prosper. Same is true with the consent disclaimer. It will work, but expect the fight. Expect it. Do you know, do you know why? There will be a fight? Because if they wanted to stop false allegations of sexual misconduct in the first place, they would have stopped it already a long time ago. Why are we now almost in September of 2023? These things have been going on since 2003 with Kobe Bryant. And a big name celebrity was affected by it. It didn't make a difference to them. Why? Why? Because they profit from it. Lawyers get paid court make money from their court fees that they charge for every case so their court fees involved which if you ask me your taxes should cover that you live in a country we go to prison if you don't pay your taxes put your taxes to work your taxes should cover your court fees 
but people who are capitalists will tell you that there is a cost for freedom. You want to be free in America? You pay for everything you want. Apartments, car, court fees, your taxes, everything. You pay, pay, pay. Pay, pay, pay. Some people in some other countries wish they could pay for freedom. And, and then they tell you that all these costs and fees are all a necessary evil to sustain our society. And though there's some truth to that, though there is some truth to that, the clusterfuck is that it doesn't have to fucking cost so much and everything doesn't have to cost money when your taxes should absorb the cost of some social services, public transportation, court fees, not including your attorney fees, and all these things. But I digress. Bottom line, they capitalize on all of these cases, especially with big ticket celebrity names like the Tate Brothers. And this consent disclaimer will destroy all of that for them. And for that reason, because they can't get their big payday at your expense, they will not want for it to exist. You can go ahead and use the consent disclaimer without it being made law. But what judge would actually honor that? Is there any judge that would honor that? How do you make it legal with a contract, a witness, and, a, and the date signed? Your signature, her signature, witness signature, date, time, location, all those things should legalize the paper. All of those things. Did you know you could carve a contract into the bark of a tree and sign it and it's legal? Did you know that? What more do they want? A blue ribbon on the bottom of it? To make it legal? That doesn't make it legal. Your signature. The moment you agree to it and sign it, it becomes legal. Your signature makes it legal. You could write it. You could handwrite your contract with a bunch of typos with a pencil on an old crushed up paper and the moment you sign the signature it's still legal so why would you go through the um, difficulty of typing up a nice form with no typos type it up print it have her sign it and some judge throw it out why some judge decide it's not void or null if that ever happens you appeal to the next higher court above them and you, if you have to go to the U.S. Capitol, so be it. But don't you ever stop appealing until you get to the highest court in the land. Don't stop appealing and going to higher courts until you find yourself testifying before the U.S. Congress. That form is legal. I don't care how many people like it or don't like it or don't agree with it. It's legal. And if it's legal... No judge can throw it out. No judge can declare it null and void. You keep appealing it. If they ever want to railroad you, you know what that's called? It's called railroading. Another cluster fucking this fuck piss poor mud ball of a world. Know your 
you're right. It is very, very, very valid. Very valid. It may not be very commonplace. That doesn't nullify it. The only thing that nullifies it is a lack of a signature or another contract signed with both signatures and the witness signed to, to backtrace and to nullify out of the original contract. That's the only way you could nullify it. To not sign in the first place or to sign another contract to nullify the first one. Date and time stamps are also very, very important as well. Date, time, location, yours, her signature, and the witness signature. So have her sign it or don't sleep with her. Find somebody else who will sign it or use your safe option. It is valid. It is not null and void. I don't care how unpopular it is or how commonplace it is or isn't. Popularity doesn't make null and void. The lack of popularity doesn't make it null and void. The lack of a signature make it null and void, not the lack of popularity. Right? So you can go ahead and use the consent disclaimer without it being signed into law as officially recognized law. You don't need that. You only need her signature and yours and the witness. But don't expect them. All I will simply say, don't expect mainstream society or anybody who loves this wicked world don't expect them to pat you on the back and congratulate you and take so someone poison you, of course. Otherwise, take you for drinks and just congratulate you for a good job. No, it's not going to happen that way. They're going to fight tooth and nail to tear it down to the best of their abilities to bring you back around to accepting your role. As the scapegoat who everybody eats off your head. To get you to be a comfortable, willing slave with no options. They're actually going to be freaking pissed that you could think to do that. They're going to be freaking pissed. You hear me? Pissed. At you. So don't expect sunshine and flowers and rainbows. They're going to be pissed. Your life might even be in danger like Kevin Samuels was before he was murdered. Yes, I'm calling it. He was murdered. Because he was being too honest and they hate that. They're allergic to the truth. So, be careful who you sleep with. She could be a spy sent to spy on you or, or worse than that. Be very careful who you see with. And be careful of anybody who is too friendly towards you after you push for the consent form to become more popular. They will hate that they can't eat off your head. Laugh at your expense, all those things. They hate all of that. Expect the opposite of admiration and congratulation. But be very cautious having to receive admiration or the like. It's probably a decoy trying to make you drop your guard so they could attack you. The 
because they feel like you robbed them of their their grave between. These are very serious, deadly hands we live in. The heart of man is desperately wicked. And there's nothing they won't do in these days to undermine your success, your freedom, your sovereignty. It's even written in the Constitution that the unalienable rights of mankind are liberty and the pursuit of happiness. Yet everything this country does is to stifle life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. When really and truly, they are supposed to protect those rights, not keep you from enjoying them. At what point did the land of the free and the home of the brave lose their way? That's for another episode of Franklin and Front. Next week's topic. The future of jobs and earning. I hope you join me then. I am Frank Franklin and this has been Frank and Upfront. It has been a pleasure being here with you all tonight. Take care. Have a good night.